It's the Americhips with Kim Monson. Now, while this is all going on, I went through President Trump's speech and uh, Chuck and Nancy's rebuttal. The most important story. The American people finally said enough, and that is why they elected Donald Trump. The latest in politics and world affairs. Britain's version of Medicare for All is struggling with long waits for care. And opinions and ideas that prepare you to tackle the day ahead. Because ideas matter. It's the Americhicks, dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. You love that, Steve. Producer Steve loves that. He's like, it's Wednesday. We got, you got to remember that. Yeah, camel day. It's camel day. So, hey, welcome to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where indeed we dissect issues, news, politics, and opinion is right versus wrong instead of right versus left. We need to have a conversation about these things, and that's what we do every day is have a conversation about these important things that is facing our state, facing our, our families, facing our, our country. And uh, so that is what we do, offering you a conservatarian perspective. And be sure and check out my website, americhicks.com, and sign up for my emails. We are going to have a really big announcement uh, this week, and so I think it's going to come out in the newsletter on Sunday. So go to americhicks.com forward slash Kim and sign up a big show planned for you today. Thrilled to have in studio with me and good friend, good partner. And that is Jason McBride with uh, presidential wealth management. Hey Kim, thanks for having me once again. Well, it's great to have you and we're going to be going through some, some things in the third and fourth segment that are really going to be thought provoking. You know, you are, um, I cannot, the amount of preparation that you do, for uh, when you come on the show, and then also just our little morning conversations. There is so much information, and I have people reach out to me all the time and say, I'm learning so much from Jason McBride. Well, good. Uh, as long as I'm uh, contributing to your show and, and making it uh, good and not worse, that makes me happy. Kim. Well, well, uh, greatly appreciate it. Yes, uh, I know that we're going to learn something. So that'll be in the third and fourth segment. We're going to go through headlines this uh, for, uh, one and two. In uh, the second segment, uh, you'll want to hear this whole thing about Candace Owens. You know, she's a, this young black woman who is a conservative, and, and she, <laughs> she will take on these radical progressive activists that have taken over the Democrat Party. And my gosh, what happened yesterday is absolutely astonishing. So you'll want to be sure and listen for that. Now, we're talking about conversations. And Jason, you know, it is so important that we know why we believe what we believe. And so, as many of you know, I'm partnering with Dr. Tom Cranwitter and his whole team uh, to bring you Vino and Veritas, and that is Wine and Truth. Uh, And we are doing a study of the Federalist Papers. Uh, It's a year-long study, and the demand has been so high. Uh, We started this partnering with uh, Jen Hewlin over at Water's Edge Winery in Centennial. Uh, we've just started Vino and Veritas in Castle Rock, and that is down at the Colorado Cork and Keg. And it's Maria and Steve Martz, uh, our, our partner there. And then we're going to be hopefully rolling the one out in northern Colorado in May. So if you want more information about Vino and Veritas, the, the study of the Federalist Papers, uh, go to americhicks.com forward slash Vino and fill out the form again, americhicks.com forward slash Vino, and we will get the information to you. And our uh, presenting sponsor for Vino Veritas and Centennial 
for February with Susan Kochevar. And Susan is the owner of the historic 88 Drive-In Theater, and spring is here, although we uh, we may have a little spring blizzard today. But uh, the historic 88 Drive-In Theater opened last week, and it's a fun evening. You know, put the kids in the car, and uh, it's just a great—I remember, as a, I'm going to date myself, Jason, I remember going to the drive-in theater. I had so much fun. Were you in the front seat? Oh you had gosh. fun, Kim? Or, you know, we, we all had fun there. But. Wow. Uh-huh. You weren't expecting that, were you? I was you? not expecting. Am I blushing? You are blushing. Am I blushing? Never, so. your, your face is as red as your hair, Kim. This camera that the Rush to Reason guys use in the afternoon, we need to get it going for this show. Uh, you're right. I was not expecting that one. So... Anyway, <laughs> you did say as a kid in your defense. Yeah, I did. Uh, for the 88 Drive-In Theater, be sure and, and uh, check out her website. It's uh, 88drivein.net. That's 88drivein.net. And the movies for this weekend are Shazam, which is uh, a story about a 14-year-old streetwise foster kid who can turn into a superhero. Then Captain Marvel and Isn't It Romantic. So well, let's go ahead and, and jump into a couple of things here. First of all, Steve, I always like to say thank you to you, thank you to Zach, thank you to Patty, and thank you to Keith. I uh, really appreciate you know, all that uh, everybody does that uh, keeps this whole thing going. Our inspiration for the day. This is by Edward Everett Hale. He was an American author, historian, and Unitarian minister, best known for his writings such as The Man Without a Country, which was published in the Atlantic Monthly in support of the Union during the Civil War. And he was the grandnephew of Nathan Hale, the American spy during the Revolutionary War. So that's a little history. And I remember this quote, and and for some reason it just popped into my mind this morning. It says, I am only one, but still I am one. I cannot do everything, but still I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do the something that I can do. And I think, uh, my friends, as we are faced with what is happening in our society with our our, uh, overreaching you know, these radical progressive activists that are now in many leadership positions, I think we have to remember that we all need to do something every day. We're only one, but we can do something. We can't do everything, but we can do something. So that is our inspiration for the morning. And I have a joke. Are you guys ready? Okay. Hold on, Jason. Here it comes. Okay. Okay. I heard about this guy that he was at the airline ticket counter. He was hollering and screaming at the agent and being very, very rude. He continued to rant and rave, and the agent was just as calm and polite as could be. She treated him so respectfully and like it didn't even bother her. So he left, and the next man stepped up, and he said, Wow, I am impressed. You must be a Christian. How could you possibly be so kind to him? And the ticket agent said, she smiled and said, "Um, It wasn't really that hard. He's going to Detroit, and his bags are going to Bangkok. There you have it. Okay, jumping into headlines here. As a former airline employee, I got to say that's been around for a while, but you know, it's still very pertinent. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, headlines. We'll go through Colorado first. Uh, Coloradoans are set to get a property tax cut. And Governor Polis is mulling a way to work around to stop it. And I'm a little surprised because, you know, he's a friend of Arthur Laffer. And one of the things Arthur Laffer says is that we need to cut taxes. So I don't know what has happened to Polis because I thought he was a student of Arthur Laffer. And actually, Polis had kind of indicated that. So I think this is the workaround. This is kind of the sneaky stuff. Uh, Number two. And Colorado state senators plan to introduce a bill to let NCAA athletes get paid. 
Uh, <laughs> Steve, you're shaking your head. Anything you want to say on that? All right. For the last couple months now, we've been trying to, every time we redo the headlines, we run it through the filter of what is and what is not good government. What does this have to do with good government? Well, is that the proper role of government, right? There, yeah. There Better you go. Said. Okay. Uh, there's, uh, we're starting to have anti-growth sentiment here. It's uh, on the front range. And in Lakewood, it looks like they're going to have a vote on that. And my friends, this is, this is coming from, I think, uh, years of, of public policy that you've seen government get into trying to control growth, trying to use economic development dollars to pick winners and losers to bring businesses in. And uh, now that people are starting to see the results of these policies, uh, they're going, wait a minute. And uh, they're starting to push back on that. Of course, these, you know, these big government bureaucrats and politicians have been pushing this for a number of years. So you're going to start to see people, though, push back on that. So we will see a, a vote, it looks like, in Lakewood in July. Uh, Congress approves the Colorado River drought plan. Uh, and then Denver City Council passes a $15 minimum wage for city employees. And what that does then is that puts pressure on private employers as well. We've talked about what the uh, minimum wage does. In fact, we talked about it yesterday that that small businesses, they'll, they may start to go out of business uh, because it not only increases their payroll, you know, what they pay the employee, but also the taxes that they have to pay on Social Security and Medicare. And so what this does is this is actually going to then put pressure on the private sector. And they're using government money, Jason, to do this. Well, and the bad part is it's probably going to make croissants go up to $8 instead of 7 <laughs> Wow, wait till AOC hears that. Well, that's for sure. And she, you know, she dropped by the coffee shop that she used to work at to say goodbye because they were closing closing shop. And uh, one of the things that the empl- employer said is that rents have gone up, and then their payroll costs have gone up so significantly. Yep. Yeah, it's tough. And you would think, with a, a degree from Boston University in economics, she would understand that. But uh, I mean, clearly, I think that I think we need to reassess on what our kids are being taught in college. So that is all of the uh, Colorado uh, headlines that we have. It looks like on the national and international level. Netanyahu, uh, Bibi Netanyahu, was running for re-election in Israel. Very tight election, but it looks like he, he's pulled that out in, on a real squeaker. And if you may remember, um, uh, President Obama, when Netanyahu came to America, really treated him with disrespect. And uh, Donald Trump has now, once again, you know, solidified that Israel is important they're an important ally to the united states and and uh i was with some women on um, monday night and uh they were they were talking about how important it is that netanyahu be reelected and it looks like that's going to be the case speaking of that um i want to let you know many of you know i have uh, these women's groups that get together and tonight we're supposed to get together at my house uh wine and tapas and i think we're going to cancel it because it looks like it's going to be a pretty healthy snowstorm this evening, and so we're going to cancel that. I was up in Fort Collins on um, Monday night, and I'm headed up to Boulder for lunch today. If you're interested in these women's groups, our Topics and Topics women's groups, just uh, email me at com forward slash Kim, 
he'll get some information to you. So we have uh, one that meets in Jeffco, one that meets in Dugco, one Boulder, one in Fort Collins, one in Northwest Denver, and one's going to start in Gunnison very soon. So just wanted to make sure you know about that. Uh, next thing, Texas Tech Medical School will end the use of race in admissions. Now let's think about that. Don't you want the very best doctor, no matter what their descriptor is, uh, versus uh, you know getting into medical school, the very best students, instead of getting in based on you know a descriptor of some sort? Well, I certainly do, yes, if you're asking me personally, Kim. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, with this diversity push we've got, I think uh, a lot of folks might choose based on other things. Well, that's but, true, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing uh, that that has to be a headline, that they're going to stop using race as a way to decide admissions. I thought we got past that back in, like, 1865. Well, we were sure hoping so. And you should go back and listen to my show from last Friday. I had Bob Woodson on, who is a former civil rights uh, activist. He actually ended up in jail during the civil rights uh, um, movement here in America. And and uh, I'd asked him about these young socialists. And he, he uh, really... Uh, he has an appreciation for the American idea, and he said that that you know that there's uh, I guess I'm paraphrasing, but there's a soft bigotry if you are are being pushed forward because of whatever your descriptor is instead of your ability. And uh, so I think that this is this is important that Texas Tech is um, ending the use of race and emissions. And then uh, number three, a very violent weekend in Chicago. Uh, There were a number of uh, deaths in um, homicides because of, you know, just a bunch of homicides in Chicago. And it is interesting because Chicago has some of the toughest gun laws in the nation, but their shooting and murder rate are among the highest. And I think that's important to understand that as well. We're going to go to break here. And when we come back, this whole Candace Owens thing, she was uh, testifying uh, in a committee at Congress, and it is just astonishing the way she was treated. But I think they picked the wrong girl as, uh, as they were going after her. Before we do that, though, the NHL playoffs start tonight. The Avs start their playoff quest tomorrow on the road, and they're going to have a seven-game series facing the Calgary Flames. Uh, NBA playoffs start this weekend. Rockies baseball is underway. And Hooters Restaurants is my sports headquarters. They're the place to watch the games. And Wednesdays are wing day. All the wings you can eat for fourteen ninety nine. Smoked wings are delectable. The girls love them. I was planning on ordering them tonight when the girls came over, but since we're canceling wine and tapas, well, maybe I'll do that. My, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. But for more information, visit HootersColorado.com. That's HootersColorado.com. Let them know that you know the AmeriChicks. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to go through this whole Candace Owen thing. You, you will be astonished at what happened. We'll be right back. All AmeriChick sponsors are an exclusive partnership with the AmeriChicks and are not affiliated or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson and grow your business, contact Kim at AmeriChicks.com. That's AmeriChicks.com. Dan Predovich and his team at Predovich & Company help your business plan ahead financially. The AmeriChicks with Kim Munson highly recommends Predovich & Company as your financial business consultant. Predovich & Company will take care of your tax preparation, bookkeeping, and business advisory services. Dan Predovich and his team want to learn about the unique needs of your business through real, honest dialogue. Because of their advanced technological capabilities, Predovich & Company can help clients anywhere in the United States. 
Call 303-791-3000 to start preparing now for tax season. Organize your business finances with Predovich & Company. Call 303-791-3000 today. Social media is important to the Americhicks since it's an avenue we can utilize to hear from and speak to all of our friends. For those of you who enjoy listening to the show, we'd love to hear what's on your radar. Follow us and talk to us at Americhicks Twitter and Facebook pages. Also, if you're a business owner who could benefit from some extra foot traffic from like-minded friends, consider advertising on the Americhicks Radio Show. Contact us at Americhicks.com or email Kim at Americhicks.com. Hey, welcome back to the Americhicks with Kim Munson, where we are dissecting the issues. News, politics, and opinion is right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation about what's going on out there. Be sure and check out my website, Americhicks.com, and sign up for my emails. Uh, that's Americhicks.com slash Kim. And uh, we're going to have a big announcement on Sunday, so you will want to be one of the first to hear about that. Very quickly, you know, we did this great uh, book promotion with Laura Carno. Uh, her book, Government Ruins Nearly Everything, Reclaiming Social Issues from Uncivil Servants. Um, uh, all the books were spoken for. The only thing that we request is that you go to Amazon or Goodreads or both and post uh, a review on that. And so this is just a reminder to all of you that got the free book to be sure and go do that. Uh, let's jump into... This whole brouhaha that happened at uh, one of the uh, committee meetings in Washington, D.C. yesterday. Jerry Nadler is the chair of that particular committee. And the way this young woman, Candace Owens, was treated, she was uh, there as a representative uh, regarding, I think they were talking about like anti, the anti-deafen, um, you know, speech in, in, in America. And anyway, uh, the Republicans sent Candace Owens and what happened is absolutely amazing. So we're going to go through this sound clip, and then we'll talk a little bit about that. Thank you, Mr. Chair. In congressional hearings, the minority party gets to select its own witnesses. And of all the people that Republicans could have selected, they picked Candace Owens. I don't know Miss Owens. I'm not going to characterize her. I'm going to let her own words do the talking. So I'm going to play for you the first 30 seconds of a statement she made about Adolf Hitler. I agree. I, I actually don't have any problems at all with the word nationalism. I think that it gets, uh, the definition gets poisoned um, by elitists that actually want globalism. Globalism is what I, what I don't want. So when you think about whenever we say nationalism, the first thing people think about, in, at least in America, is Hitler. You know, he was a national socialist. But if Hitler just wanted to make Germany great and have things run well, okay, fine. The problem is, is that he wanted, he had dreams outside of Germany. He wanted to globalize. He wanted everybody to be German, everybody to be speaking German. Would you like time to respond to that? Yes, um, I think it's pretty apparent that uh, Mr. Liu believes that black people are stupid and will not uh, pursue the full clip in its entirety. He purposely presented an extract, an extracted clip. Witness will suspend for a moment. It is not proper to refer disparagingly or to a member of the committee. Uh, The witness will not do that again. Witness may continue. Sure, even though I was called despicable. Um, Witness may not refer to a member of the committee as stupid. I didn't refer to him as stupid. That's not what I said. That's not what I said at all. You, you didn't listen to what I said. May I continue? Please. As I said, he is assuming that black people will not go pursue the full two-hour clip. 
and he purposefully extracted, he cut off and you didn't hear the question that was asked of me. He's trying to present as if I was launching a defense of Hitler in Germany when in fact the question that was asked of me was pertaining to whether or not I believed that Hitler was a, whether or not I believed in nationalism and that nationalism was bad. And what I responded to was that I do not believe that we should be characterizing Hitler as a nationalist. He was a homicidal, psychopathic maniac that killed his own people. A nationalist would not kill their own people. That is exactly what I was referring to in the clip, and he purposely wanted to give you a cut-up similar to what they do to Donald Trump to create a different narrative. That was unbelievably dishonest, and he did not allow me to respond to it, which is worrisome and to tell you a lot about where people are today in terms of trying to drum up narratives. Wow. I tell you, there was a whole lot in there. First of all, the chair that you heard hitting the uh, the gavel was uh, Jerry Nadler. And then the representative that was uh, questioning her was Representative Lou from California that represents the Los Angeles area. And I heard in his words, I heard just a kind of a disdain for her. And... Um, she did not call him stupid. What she said, and she's black, and uh, she said that uh, the representative Lou was assuming that uh, black people would not listen to the whole thing, that they were stupid. I could not believe the way she was treated. Steve, I can see you probably want to comment on this. Well, obviously, I, I picked that up off of a, uh, a video feed, and the look on his face of condensation, uh, you know, basically looking down. And, he, you know, he, you've seen those committee rooms. Mm-hmm. Okay, the members are kind of right, tiered up on, on different levels. On a dais, yeah. And, and the, the desk where the witness is, is on the floor. And, okay, so he's not only looking down physically, but he was looking down. You're looking down on her. Yeah. yeah. And, and you heard it. Says, the minority party is allowed to bring its own witness. Why they brought her, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. But the look on his face was like, who are you, peon? And, and then it went downhill from there. Right. Yeah, Jason. well, I I hear a guy uh, start off by making nothing but disparaging remarks to this young woman, and then he uh, acts offended and clutches his pearls uh, as if she made a disparaging mark to him, which she didn't, but even if she had, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. But this is just more of this one-way nastiness that they can dish it out but don't want to take it. Well, and Candace Owens, I think, has really, she really nailed it. And that is the big fight that is happening right now in politics. And that is, you've got the globalists, and, and there's globalists on, on both sides of the aisle that, that don't really, uh, you know, have this love for America. You know, this sovereignty, we're seeing this with Brexit also, where the Brits are saying, wait a minute, we don't really want to give up our sovereignty you know, and, and that was one of the beautiful things about, you know, each of us having, uh, uh, you know, our, our countries that, you know, we have a, a political ideology and this political ideology of America. America was founded on this idea that what if, just what if everyday people would have a limited government where the people could go after their life, liberty and their pursuit of happiness? What could happen? You know, America has rich resources, yes, but there's many countries that have rich resources. Venezuela was a a very successful company 40 years ago, and now people are standing in line, and they have 
rich, rich resources. People are standing in line for food, and it's not because they don't have resources. It's because of the political ideology. And so we have globalists that want to have these open borders. It's no accident that we have all these people flooding our borders right now. Somebody is organizing this. And Donald Trump has actually said, I want to make sure that America is, you know, their people are taken care of, that they're Americans. Yeah, Jason? Well, I agree. And, and it's funny that they've taken uh, the word white nationalist and made it the same as white supremacist, almost. And, and it's not the same thing at all. A nationalist is not the same as, as a supremacist, let's say. But, you know, one thing that strikes me, Kim, about what you talked about is, you know, with our country and, and what you see with Brexit as well, uh, one thing that's great about a democracy or a, a you know, republic like we have republic, yeah. is... People are uh, told that they're empowered because even if they can't do anything else, they are allowed to vote. They are allowed to have that power. And, and you see the example with Brexit. That was put down to the people. They voted on it. And now you've got these administrators and bureaucrats trying to say, well, we don't think it's a good idea, so we're not going to go along with what you said. Uh, unfortunately, oh, sorry, Kim, mm-hmm. about smacked your... We have the same thing happening here right in Colorado with the, the energy issue that was put on the ballot. The people said, no, we don't want that. Uh, the next day, almost, they started uh, trying to undo it bureaucratically. So uh, I'd say don't let that get you down or, or not vote uh, but it is discouraging. You do need to be informed. I thought a lot about this right to vote, though. And uh, you, if you don't understand the issues, if you don't know what the candidate really stands for, if you haven't done your homework, then I think you you have a responsibility not to vote. You know what? I, there is a civic duty to make sure that you know what's going on. And going back to this Representative Lou, the way he attacked Candace Owens, uh she mentioned that Hitler, it was a, he had the National Socialist Party. That's where the word Nazi comes from, is National Socialist. Now, uh, Representative Liu was focusing on the, the nationalist word, and you have seen the progressive activists go after that word, making it sound like it's, like it's a bad thing. And, uh, you know, we need to take care of our own house, And that is one of the things about being a nationalist is you make sure you take care of your own house. And if your own house is in order, then you can help others. But you know what they don't talk about is the other word in there, socialist. And that is something that we need to make sure that people understand is Hitler was a socialist. And now don't we have a number of socialists that have been elected to Congress? And uh, socialism never ends well. For everyday people, eventually everyday people, no matter what your descriptor is, um, do not fare well under socialism. Steve, you look like you want to say something. Well, we've all heard it said many times over. Those who don't learn from the past are condemned to repeat it. But I think where Lou went wrong right off the get-go was where he said, well, I had this 30-second clip. It's like, well, why are you carving out just a 30-second piece? Obviously, you're trying to ramrod something here. And right off the bat, I don't trust what you're up to. 
Right. And and that's what we see is it, this goes into this whole censorship thing of what's going on in this this whole narrative. So it's not an honest narrative. They're trying to take things and it's just like what happened with the, the young Covington kids there uh, in Washington, D.C., where you had the clip of that uh, uh, Indian or Native American that had gone up and was beating a drum in front of this kid's uh, face and, you you know, um, they took just that clip and they tried to create a narrative. I think I'm encouraged, though. I think that Americans are starting to wake up to this and bless Candace Owens for uh, pushing back on this. And uh, I think that she actually was able to shed a lot of light on what this agenda is. When you get these clips, they're, they've already been you know, edited, let's say, I think. In his original opening there, it's like, well, they have called this Candace Owens in person. I don't know who she is. She identified herself quite well after it was turned over to her again. I am, a, I am an American. I am a black American woman. I am a Democrat who just happens to support this president. And then she, that's where she kind of got the upper hand, and it, <laughs> it went her way. All the way. Well, and and uh, I, I, I was just in awe. And she also, uh, she also mentioned her grandfather. She said her grandfather was there, uh, as and he was sitting behind her, and that uh, she got so much from him. You know, her values, her hard work, and so it was quite an afternoon there. And I thought she did quite a quite a job. But we're going to go to break. Uh, thrilled to have in studio with me. Jason McBride, and we're going to go through, you know, one of the businesses that you're in is helping people with their economic well-being. And so we're going to get to focus on some uh, smart ways to build wealth in a safe and tax-free manner. So, Jason McBride, we will be right back. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks, and you won't want to miss it. Work with mortgage professionals who will give you quick and accurate financial advice. Home Mortgage Alliance has the knowledge and expertise to explore the many financial options available to you. The mortgage process can be stressful, and as interest rates rise, it's more important than ever to get pre-qualified now so you're ready to buy. Call Kim Sturtz and Mark Cook with Home Mortgage Alliance to make sure that you're making the right financial choice for you and your family. 303-888-2732. Kim and Mark will remain available to you 24-7 to help you through the process. Choose the only mortgage professionals recommended by the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Call Kim and Mark with Home Mortgage Alliance today, 303-888-2732. You want to succeed, so you need to dress for the job, event, or relationship that you seek. For over 30 years, entrepreneur, stylist, and Americhick Kim Munson has been helping women look their very best with well-priced, made-to-measure clothes that fit a busy lady's lifestyle. Gals, if you want to up your game and freshen your look, email Kim at Americhicks.com for your initial style consult. Kim at Americhicks.com. Hey, welcome back to the Americhicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect the issues, news, politics, and opinion as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. I just have to say, this bumper music, Charlie, he's putting this together. He's got a theme. I love that, Steve. It is just awesome. Be sure and go to my website, Americhicks.com, and sign up for my emails. We're going to have a big announcement this Sunday. It's going to be Fantastic, and so you'll want to know about that. Thrilled to have in studio a a, a good partner, a friend, Jason McBride with Presidential Wealth Management. Welcome. Thanks, Kim. 
So let's jump in here. It always goes way too quickly. Today, let's talk about uh, a smart way to build wealth in a safe and tax-free manner, uh, which is a really good way to build a solid base for an investment plan, especially for young investors. Jason, what is this strategy? Well, Kim, I'll uh, <clears throat> talk fast because there's a lot of info and we have little time, okay, right? You but. Got it. Uh, uh, it's a way to grow your money, uh, I think earning a decent interest rate with no risk of losses from the market and also free of taxes. Uh, it's one of the oldest but least known strategies that are out there. Now, there's a lot of other talk about this. You'll hear ads on the radio calling this uh, be your own bank, excuse me, <clears throat> or uh secret way of growing your money the government doesn't want you to <clears throat> know about or a jumbo IRA or this is how Walt Disney started his theme parks the point i'm making is is the it's advertised as like some big secret and and it's really not what it, it really is kim is something that's pretty old school and that's the cash value of a life insurance policy Life insurance doesn't sound very exciting at all, and nobody I know wants to talk very much about that, Jason. Well, Kim, I think that's exactly why when most of the time this strategy is advertised, you hear it on the radio and elsewhere, they want to hype it up, call it every kind of fancy thing in the book, but they don't want to say life insurance. Well, I don't want to do things that way. Now, sadly, I probably lost about half the (laughs) audience as soon as uh, we said life insurance. But I think for those of you that decide to stick around, uh, you'll find some of the facts about this strategy pretty interesting. And always I try to go over both the pros and the cons and just give you the facts instead of a bunch of hype. Just the facts, ma'am, huh? That's right. That's right. <laughs> so before you get into the meat and potatoes, I know there are a few quick things about this that you want, uh, wanted to know, right? Well, I did, Kim. And uh, what we're talking about here is not term insurance where you uh, just pay a little premium every month and it lasts for 10 years and it's only for the death benefit. This is a permanent policy. Uh, also, I always want to be up front uh, with these. They're designed for long-term Uh, If you pull your money out early, you're going to get hit with a pretty good penalty for the first 10 or 15 years. So make sure you have a long-term perspective. Uh, Of course, all uh, insurance policies like this do have costs involved. And this may also come as a huge shock, but I do get paid. You know, I do get paid if someone uh, does one of these deals with me. Well, you know, and that that's something about uh, the American idea is is that we create value, we, we trade value, and people do get paid for that. And so right. I, I yeah. think that's a good idea. Uh, I, I've learned that if I... Um, you, you get what you pay for. Let me just put it that way. So that's good okay. to know. Well, there we know. go. So uh, how, how these uh, work is, is there, uh, it's a life policy with a cash value to it and the cash value increases along with what the stock market does so in a year when the stock market moves up uh, you're going to get part or sometimes even all of the gain but in a year when the stock market goes down you don't take any of the losses it can never take a loss because of the market going backwards but they're going to have uh, what in there what are called caps or some kind of a limiter where you only get part of the market upside. But it's usually pretty darn generous. Okay. So, like, do you have some examples? 
Well, I do. Uh, let's uh, let's take a look at this. Uh, actually, Kim, why don't we just kind of go through one of the examples I ran? That might be the easy easiest way to do it. Okay. So, uh, the example I did here for the air is actually for a younger person because I think this really works well uh, for for very young people that want to start and build something that okay. will give them a good base later in life. Uh, you know, I do have to mention my oldest son who uh, just turned 20, I showed this to him, and I was really proud of him. He said, Dad, I want to do that. He said, why wouldn't I do that? So he he set it up, and he's starting to put in, you know, like 300 bucks a month, and he was actually very, very excited about it. So that, you know, that makes a father's heart kind of proud. Well, that's for sure. That happens. But what I did here for the sample, Kim, was look at uh, a male, 25 years old, and just saying that they're going to put 200 bucks a month into this thing for 40 years. Okay. So let's look at the worst case first. And, and all this is is right off of uh, the life insurance company's illustration. So this is their numbers. I'm not embellishing this or anything. So the worst case, over 40 years, you would put $96,000 into this program. Okay. Now, let's assume, again, that this is doomsday. Uh, A couple of things happen. One, the day after you start the program, the insurance company raises all of the costs to the absolute maximum allowable by law. Number two is that the stock market goes down every single year for the next 40 years. Not that it goes down over, it goes down every single solitary year for 40 years in a row. Okay. So all that has happened. You put in 96,000, after the 40 years, your cash value is 113. Okay, and that's under a scenario that, I mean, the worst case, and that sounds pretty worse. Well, and that is, (laughs) and and you think about it, what other investment could you put your money in that if all that happened, that you would still be ahead a little bit at the end. So uh, basically, uh, during that whole time, you had a death benefit if something happened to you. So the way I look at it there is almost the company paid you $17,000 to have life insurance with them. Okay. So I like that. Um, So the that's not why we hope to do this, but it's nice to know that the worst case ain't I think that's too wise bad, to, so yeah, to speak. understand that, yeah. Um, but now if we kind of look at what the possibilities would be, we look over the last 20 years of what the markets have actually done, uh, what the current kind of caps and costs and the policy are. Now, this is not guaranteed. It could turn out better. It could turn out worse. Uh, But on the example I ran, again, just using the numbers from uh, the insurance company currently, well, if everything kind of went the way it's gone over the the last 20 years at age 65, your cash value would be about 515,000. Okay. So that's pretty good. You'd have a death benefit of 600 and some thousand. And you know what you could do at 65 if you want? You could just withdraw all the money. You'd pay tax on the gains, but you could walk away, pay a tax on on about a $400,000 gain. Um, Or the the way I would set this up, Kim, and this is where it gets interesting. And sorry, I know this gets a little bit technical. It's hard to draw it out in the air when you're on the radio. But uh, what you can do with these is you can take loans against the policy, 
And if you do it that way, it's tax-free. That's one of the oldest uh, provisions of the, that, yeah. of the tax code. Um, and you don't have to pay the loans back. That, that's the key to this, is they kind of just build up. Uh, at the end of the, the, the road, let's say when your policy matures, when you uh, cross the finish line, you know, I'm trying to say the nice way when you die, on. <laughs> when you pass on, what happens is anything that you've borrowed plus the interest that's built up on it is just offset against the death benefit. Okay. So you don't have to pay those back. But uh, what's interesting, again, on this one, this is, again, a person that put in 200 a month for 40 years. Now they're age 65. They could start taking loans out of this. Uh, again, in my example here, you start off the first year, it's about $35,000. Okay. Then it goes up 3% each year. That's the way it could, I did it to show cost of living increases. So, um, you know, by the time you hit age 85, you're taking out $63,000 a year. So the overall numbers, Kim, are, I think are very interesting. Uh, kind of bottom line, if it works this way, you invest 96000 total. Uh, by the time you pass on, you've taken out nearly a million dollars in income, every penny of it tax-free. That's really important as well. And then when you pass on, the death benefit is still about 700000 that's going to your loved ones, and that's also tax-free. Wow. You know, I hadn't really looked at the numbers like that. That's a young person. You know, I, I, we're talking about a young whippersnapper on this, but what about the, um, the more mature or the older person? So let's go to break. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. And when we come back, we'll talk about the, uh, I love the way, the more mature person and how this might possibly work for them. So this is Kim Munson with the Americhicks. We have Jason McBride with Presidential Wealth Management in studio. Be sure and check our, out our landing page. It's chickspresidential.com. That is chickspresidential.com. And uh, for more information, we'll be right back. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine has 30 years of experience with REMAX Alliance. Karen Levine believes in home ownership. As a Colorado representative to the National Board of Realtors, Karen Levine works to protect private property rights. Since losing her mother to breast cancer, Karen Levine has helped organize a local fundraising event called Karen's for the Cure, raising money for breast cancer research. Karen Levine comes highly recommended by the Americhicks with Kim Munson. Choose Karen Levine to buy or sell your home because she understands that it's more than just a house. Call award-winning realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance today at 303-877-7516. Oh, I just love all this bumper music. This is Kim Munson with the Americhicks dissecting issues, news, politics, and opinion. As right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, we need to be having these conversations. Be sure and check out my website, americhicks.com. Sign up for my emails. We are going to have a really cool announcement this Sunday. And uh, we'll keep you apprised of all the guests and topics and important events. I am the Americhicks on Facebook and Twitter as well. Thank you so much for liking and following me. Greatly appreciate that. Offering a conservatarian perspective. And uh, thrilled to have in studio with me. Jason McBride, a, uh, a partner, and, uh, and the amount of work that you go into these presentations is just astonishing. And uh, you're on every day right about 627, 628 to give us a little snippet of wisdom every morning. So, But it's great to have you in studio. And we're talking about 
a tax-free way for people for uh, to to enhance their economic well-being. And so we talked about life insurance. Right. And as you mentioned this, for a young person, you said your son who's 20, has, and you presented it, and he's like, Dad, that's a great... Does he have a girlfriend? I bet there's a lot of young girls that's like... Oh, that's well, I told good. him, don't tell your girlfriend. Well, she's not the beneficiary. But, you know, you got to be careful uh, not to tell them if they are the beneficiary because, <laughs> you know, and husbands in general should be careful because, you know, your wife already has many reasons to kill you. You don't <laughs> oh want to give her a whole bunch more in most cases. <laughs> As so. in life insurance also. That's right. But let's go ahead and jump in here. We talked about a young person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, the numbers are pretty pretty amazing. But what about the more mature or the older person, the baby boomer? What yeah. about them? Well, absolutely. This can work for them, too. And, uh, Kim, I just, again, I want to repeat that, you know, what I'm t- it's not guaranteed. I mean, again, the numbers could come out better. They could come out worse. Uh, again, we talked about the absolute worst mm-hmm. case, which I always like to look at first and say, can I stand that? If you can stand the worst case, then you move forward from there, kind of like with any investment. Does that make sense? It it does. But I thought I heard you say that the principle, though, was safe. Yes. Is that that? So that's that's I don't know if the word's guaranteed, but but it's safe um, per the life insurance company. That's correct. Got it. Yeah, I guess full life insurance uh, company or the whole life insurance uh, complex in the world were to go down, then, I mean, nothing's really guaranteed. Right. And, I mean? But if that if that's the case, then there's a whole lot of problems going on. Right. So, okay. so yeah, let's get to uh, what we're talking about, Kim, with, uh, d- yes, and I didn't run in a, an example for an older person. I didn't think we'd have time to go through two full ones, but okay. yeah, it can it can work for someone that's older as well. Uh, Of course, the numbers are going to be a little bit different for everyone. And uh, if you are more mature, as you like to say, uh, the difference would be is you'd you'd have to put in just kind of a bigger chunk, uh, bigger chunks at a faster pace because you don't have the benefit of Of 30 or 40 years of compounding. Well, you might. You never know. You know, some of these uh, if you live that long. Well, that's true. That's true. But, uh, you know, a few other things to talk about here. Uh, how this differs from kind of the the term life or life insurance as a lot of people would think about it. Uh, Let's say you have a few rough months, you know, and you can't pay the premium or you even have a couple of tough years and you miss some of the premium payments. This isn't like a term policy where if you miss the payment, it blows up and and you lose the policy. Uh, It won't instantly blow up. Uh, you, in most cases, you can just resume your payments whenever you're financially able to. And in a lot of cases, if you're doing okay, you can go back and make up any premiums that you missed. Okay. So that that's a good benefit. Now, of course, if you miss them, you don't want to miss them early on especially. Uh, that's going to affect your numbers at the end. But it's nice to know you have that flexibility if something happens. Uh, now, here's one of the big ones on this, and, and not all the companies have it, but uh, many of them do, and I think it's a, a really interesting feature. Let's think about another retirement plan. If you were contributing to a 401k, an IRA, a Roth, any, anything else, and something happened to you, Kim, mm-hmm. and you were unable to work, you became disabled, okay. well, what happens to your retirement plan then? If you can't put money into it, if you're no longer able to work and contribute, it's 
it's probably toast. Yeah. You know, let's so with a lot of these there's there's a feature that you can put in uh that if you were to become disabled like that, you know, especially at an early age it's important the company will pay the premiums for you up through the time that you, up to age 65. So even if something horrible happens and you're unable to work, I like to call this a self-completing plan. So you're kind of taken care of in that area as well. Boy, that's really interesting. So, And when you say toast, you're basically saying if you're disabled, you would not be able to continue to make contributions to your 401 That's correct. But here, if some of these policies would offer that they would go ahead and pay the premium. That's right. They wow. pay it. And there's a, there's a small additional cost for that. But I'll tell you, Kim, in most cases, what's neat about these is I can run the illustration with or without that feature and you could see very quickly how it affects the values and actually from all the times i've run it 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 doesn't seem to to really slow it down much so to me uh, especially if you're younger and have a long ways to go to complete this uh you know i don't like to use the words Mm -hmm. no-brainer because there's always something but it seems like a very smart thing to do at a low cost uh Again, you're insuring your insurance almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that I mean, and you can run the numbers on the scenarios and sit down with people and show that, and you know, have a conversation about it. Well, absolutely, and that's one of the nice things with this is, uh, you know, if any of the your listeners, oh, they can just call. I mean, literally, I don't need to ask them a lot of info. Just how old are you? Kind of what's your health? Uh, how much might you want to put in for how many years? And, I mean, I can I can run an illustration for somebody that would be give them an idea what this might look like and do it fairly quickly. There's not going to be any obligation or beating them over the head or anything mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that. So, And information is power. You know, I knowledge is, is power. Yeah. yeah, I think it is. Now, one more thing, and I know this is a, a big, big deal these days. Uh, many of these policies also have... I guess the best word I would use, Kim, is a kicker on them. If you were to become chronically ill, you know, we're talking about uh, some kind of a long-term care stay, uh, you know, failing uh, activities of daily living. People that have talked about this know what I'm talking about. Uh, The cost of long-term care has skyrocketed. Now, uh, some of these have, a again, a kicker on them where if you become uh, chronically ill like that, uh, you can uh, get a fairly large amount of money against the death benefit on this while you're still alive to help cover those costs. And again, it's not absolutely guaranteed. There's always uncertainty about how much that might be, but it's just kind of included as part of the policy and gives you a little bit of extra comfort on a, uh, you know, a problem that, that a lot of people are worried about. So are you saying that this could be used like if somebody went into a nursing home? Correct. That, that people could use these funds for that? To, correct. To offset, oh. That's correct. Yeah, and a lot of times the, uh, the amounts that they can get in that situation are much, much higher than the, just the regular income amounts I was talking about over the long term. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, I don't want to say that this is long-term care insurance. It is not. Uh, but, it, again, I, I look at it 
as it's a nice little extra feature that's built into a lot of these policies. So uh, maybe you can partially kill another bird with one stone. Wow. Not that I have anything against birds. Right. Got it. You 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 want want to be politically correct here. I want Pete to bust in the door. (laughs) That's for sure. About killing a bird. (laughs) That's for sure. So, So, um, you know, so if people want more information, they can reach out to you. Uh, phone number over there, at presidential, is 303-694-1600. That's 303-694-1600. Or check out chickspresidential.com. There's all kinds of information there. You also have these podcasts and all kinds of information there as well. That's right. That's right. And I'll finish up real quick, Kim, with this. Two things. One is I'd say don't get radical with this. I've heard so many advertisements with this where they treat it like it's the only thing in the world. You should sell your house, borrow money, cash out your 401k. That's not what you're recommending. No, put everything in this. And I'm saying don't do that. You should never put your eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. even one that's uh, that I think is really good like this one. And Kim, yes, uh, we did come through. Uh, I want to offer to the first 10 people that request it, uh, I'm going to give away a book on this subject. It's a book called Tax-Free Retirement by a gentleman named Patrick Kelly. Uh, again, as you mentioned, just go to the chickspresidential.com site, uh, enter the request. Uh, we will call to verify to get your address and all that. And Kim, I admit, um, I want to do it this way because I like to talk to people I know for a you minute do. or two. Um, I don't want to just give away a free book to get your email address and then start spamming you. Let's just talk for two or three minutes, see if this is something that even makes sense for you, and then I'm, I'm glad to just mail the book out. So when you go on, all it's really going to ask for, I think, is your name, your phone number, and it does ask for your email address, but that's not so we're going to spam you, I promise. Okay. okay, and so that book, again, it's Tax-Free Retirement by Patrick Kelly. And, you know, as people are starting to look at retirement, they're thinking more and more about this. So it sounds like, is it a, a long book? Is it a pretty easy um, read? Yeah, I would say it's medium-sized. It's probably about twice as big as Susan Carno's book. Or, or Laura Carno's book, yeah. yeah or, or, I'm sorry about that. Uh, You're thinking um, Susan Kochevar and the drive-in theater, yeah. So, yeah, and it's uh, it's got some interesting examples and hypotheticals in there. So, yeah, I, I would say that uh, most people would be able to read it without their eyes glazing over. Okay, well, that's good. So. Jason, it's always a treat to have you in studio. Uh, again, the amount of preparation that you do for our, our morning calls, as well as uh, when you're on with me you know, every month, it's, uh, I can tell that there's great care and you care deeply about uh, your clients and you really do want to help people with their economic well-being. Well, I appreciate that, Kim. Uh, you know, in our business, things are unpredictable. And, you know, sometimes they don't turn out the way you hope, but all you can do, uh, you know, is go in with uh, trying to do the right thing the the best you can. Uh, With this subject, I think it's wonderful. I just get frustrated with the way that it's been marketed, uh, which makes it sound hokey, like it's too good to be true. So if you're saying, boy, the way he did that today was pretty boring, that was on purpose, I I didn't want any hype. I just wanted to do as much as I could just the facts and just the mean potatoes or the nuts and bolts, as Mm -hmm. I like to say. Just the facts, ma'am. That's right. Just the facts. So, no, this was a lot of really good information. And, again, you're saying that this could be a component of a portfolio 
as people are, are working towards their economic well-being as they're looking into the future. I, I agree, and, and I'll repeat again, I think this is a wonderful uh, plan for young people to start when they're young. Well, I guess they mm-hmm. would start when they're young if they're young yeah, people. I guess so. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's boring. It's not exciting. Uh, it's not going to give you heart attacks, but it's just slow and steady, wins the race. It's not magic. It's just compound interest, tax-free. And so it's, it's probably a nice thing to has have as a component. I believe so, yeah. So Jason McBride, thank you so much. Thanks, Kim. It's great to have you here. Our quote for today, Henry Hazlitt, many of you know him. He was an American journalist. He wrote about business and economics for publications such as the Wall Street Journal, the, the Nation, the American Mercury, Newsweek, and the New York Times. He has a great little book out. I think it's Economics in One Easy Lesson. He says, the whole gospel of Karl Marx can be summed up in a single sentence. Hate the man who is better off than you are. And that is what we are seeing with these young socialists uh, in Congress today. So today, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. This is Kim Munson signing off. God bless you, and God bless America. Don't serve.